Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Competitive Enablement Show on the Compete Network powered by Clue, the podcast where product marketers and compete pros looking to give their companies a competitive advantage. I'm your host, Adam McQueen, and today is a very special episode because I'm joined in studio. Go on. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. With producer Ben. I'm here. Hi. Hey, Adam. Hey, buddy. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. This is a farewell episode. Producer Ben has been with the podcast from nearly the start. Mm Mm-hmm maybe 80 85 ish episodes of the 95 96 ish that have gone out that's about right that sounds about right he's seen heard edited a lot of my audio unfortunately a lot of my conversations he's been a part of a lot of conversations and so we thought it would be a great way to end our time together with a little sharing of memories on the podcast on the podcast. It's too bad we forgot the mic stands though. Now we're gonna be just <laughs> holding mics. Holding so mic. we're gonna break the fourth wall here too. Um, if you haven't consumed any video content that Clue's done, you need to watch this one episode. If you're listening to podcasts, if you've never ever seen any of the great videos, ads, everything we've done, go watch this interview. Uh, Grayson is behind the camera right now. He oh. is he is the video guy. He's actually his eyes tweaking out at how ugly the frame is but we thought we'd give it to you raw give it to you real behind the scenes of what happens on the podcast and this is arguably the best shot video i think we've done during grayson's time kind of the podcast in a nutshell when you think about it scrappy uh good enough uh kind of funny kind of charming kind of not i mean it's what more do you want at this point i don't know what mic to be speaking (laughs) into we've got three or four um let's get into it. let's share some memories ben um you know we like to kick the podcast off with three tactical lessons but i want three things that you learned from the podcast maybe it's tactical maybe it's just you hate the way i say the i roll my r's i don't know give me three okay so the the first thing and it's something that i'll bring into my new role is the importance of stakeholder relations That was something I never paid too much mind to before, uh, but it came up time and time again on the show how important it is to talk to people, to learn what their jobs are, to learn what their pain points are, to understand their points of view. Um, That's huge, and that's something I'll take into my next role. So stakeholder relations, number one. Number two, I've never, ever in my life heard someone pop their peas as much as you do. crazy and we did order a screen for the microphone that's supposed to sort of lessen the popping of the peas and that's gone missing somehow so i don't know where that is but that's gone i don't want my peas filtered i want them raw and uncensored and then the third thing the third thing you know i think uh the the sort of tactical versus strategic approach um, that's a that's a framework that I'm going to be using. I think moving forward, you know, balancing the two between what can my people use now, what can we use now, what can we put into action now, uh, versus the right amount of sort of high level thinking about the strategy of it all. So um, that was an interesting nuance that came up a lot on the pod. So yeah, I'd say those are the three. I just want to defend the the peas. That's the only thing. I, I tuned out everything else Ben said there and just thought about the peas. My piece, I've been known to mumble. And since being on a podcast, I've had to like really think about enunciating it. And people assume I have a lisp. I don't have a, well, maybe I do have a lisp, but it's just more of like a 
really, really, really diluted English accent is really Canadian. I'm just trying to hold on to that. But well, on that note, what's your favorite memory of the podcast? Maybe you have multiple, or is there at least there's at least one good thing that came out of your time producing the show, right? Yeah. So you know how much I loved the versus series that we did. Mm. Uh, and it was somewhat early on in my tenure at Clue, so I wasn't sure exactly how honest I could be. Uh, and we were talking about uh, Netflix versus HBO, yeah. and uh, we were acknowledging that uh, Netflix really takes the cake when it comes to reality TV. And at that time, Love is Blind season two was out, and I mentioned that I like Love is Blind, and you asked me who my favorite character was. And that was probably one of the most dangerous questions a boss could ask you because <laughs> what do I give? Do I give like the really the answer that the true answer, which I gave was like kind of the greasy guy. You know, he was my favorite. Should I have given a little bit more of a, a polished answer? I don't know. But that was my favorite moment because, I mean, you really caught me off guard and I had to come up with something. And you know what? I was honest and it worked out. This is a microcosm of maybe working relationship with Ben is he was he went really deep on that question when really I was just like, I probably didn't even know any of the characters. I I sit on reality shows where my girlfriend watches. I don't know any of their names. I give them my own names. And Ben assumed that I was like psychoanalyzing his character as a new employee by asking him, who are you on Love is Blind? It's true, I mean, though. It's true though. Like, sorry, I don't hope this nigga pick it up. But like, here, one sec. Depending on, depending on who you like, you know. It tells a lot it about you. It tells a lot about yeah. you. Is it yeah. who you're rooting for or who you identify I with? It's, it's, I would have psychoanalyzed too. I mean, the verses, the three or four verses episodes we did were some of my favorite in the inaugural. Those were some of the first episodes we did together as a tandem when we really invested in it. And for listeners or folks that weren't tuning in way back then, with Ben's departure, go read and listen to one of the best pieces of content I think he put together, which was a history of HBO, the history of Netflix, and how they're competing with one another and his prediction for the future. Um, What else? What else we got? Oh, do you have any other favorite moments or do you want to get to funny moments? Or maybe they're in between. Well, the favorite, I think my favorite memory was when I got to host the show uh, and interview Professor John Horn um, about his book, Inside the Competitor's Mindset. Um, We make fun of Adam a lot for having... We accuse him of having a big ego and being very proud to be the host of the show and having his face everywhere, but it really like couldn't be further from the truth. There's not a lot of ego with this guy. And so when I went to him after the pre-interview, I said, um, I said, hey, I need to do this interview. Like I connect well with this guy. I know this guy. Can I host it? And Adam said, sure, do it. And uh, it was probably one of the highlights in my professional career, to be honest, was, was doing that interview. Really good episode. Um, that's probably my favorite moment on the pod. And you weren't even there. I know. First and last time we got a professor on too. I think <laughs> the one time we get a professor, you're like, I think I need no, to host. Dude, we get people pitching us with guests. We've got, we get, look, I don't want to brag, but I'm going to brag a little bit. We get PR people reaching out to us saying my client would be a good guest on your show. Hey, like, that's how you know you know That's really your favorite baby. moment is that being is. able to reject guests my favorite moment michael you might need to edit this part out my favorite moments of the pod are when i'm on dates and i get to go yeah i produce podcasts and they look at you like oh what (laughs) what i that's your you you go how quickly into a date do you mention that you produce immediately (laughs) this is my name and then this is what i do Give us, give, all right, give me some funny moments. What are some of, there's been many behind the scenes 
uh, a lot of things that got edited out and stuff that stayed on air and maybe even some chaotic moments of how we create this podcast. We went to Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis and shot live at a conference. And then Grayson and I found a, on the surface was a beautiful Airbnb. It was a great place to shoot once you looked under the fingernails a bit more. There was some, there was some dirt, but we've done a lot of chaotic things to produce a podcast. Um, I think when you, uh, when you had to restart the interview with Chris Agnoli, um, and seeing the look, the sheer look of panic on your face, but also being a pro about it and sort of trying to like muddle through, you know, he, he would, he would say something and you would kind of look up and react to it. And then you'd realize that the recording wasn't working. So you'd look down again. <laughs> well, how, wait, where were you on that? Cause you're the producer. I was on the podcast Great. and I realized given like a three minute, incredible answer about how competitive enablement differs from competitive intelligence, the old way to the new way and then i look up 90 seconds through and it's not recording because my producer is probably sleeping at the wheel um and yeah i have no comment like i have, I have no comment i i was so i was i remember that i was actually in my i recorded that one at my uh, girlfriend's parents home too and i was like on this really like awkward laptop i'd made like the most ridiculous setup for that podcast and just like it was i didn't have two monitors either so i'm like trying to like look at it while looking at the camera he's like in the top little left corner it was this was the early there was of the podcast. there were a couple episodes at the beginning when you only you had the free version of zoom and so you <laughs> only get 45 minutes so we'd have to say sorry guests <laughs> who have spent your time coming to talk with us we're gonna need to stop this you're gonna need to leave the room and come back in and finish <laughs> but they came back on they loved it yeah. and then we were like you know what that's probably why we started cutting the podcast down to 30 minutes is we didn't have the pro license to go beyond it wasn't for any like editorial or content reasons our was... guests our guests have been so awesome like so chill like no high maintenance stuff I, you know every once in a while we'll get a guest who says you know i need to let my legal team take a look at this recording but that's like the exception and even when they do that it's it's a quick turnaround so like Really, it's worth mentioning over and over again how much we appreciate you all coming on and spending your time to talk with us. It, it gives us so much value, gives our listeners so much value. Um, I, I, shout out yeah. to the guests. Shout out shout to the guests because you are what makes it. Do you, you know? have a favorite title you've made? Oh, favorite episode? title. I don't know if this audio is Oh, great you know what it is? It's, um, it's when, uh, so before I started, you wrote, what was sort of the precursor to the Versus series, uh, you did a little deep dive into Beyond Meat versus Impossible, and the Impossible Burger. And then we did a, sort of a follow-up to it when I was around. And I believe the title of that podcast is, Is It Impossible to Move Beyond the Meat Industry? So look. <laughs> Don't asked. actually drop them out, I was gonna do a metaphor. You asked. <laughs> you asked. That was a good title. It was good content too. Maybe I use truly. Um, you know, I had a question, but then I exited it out because um, I don't want us to compare guests. Mm. I was going to say, do you have a Mount Rushmore of guests? And I, I don't want to make you rank them, but maybe were there moments or pieces of conversations from specific guests, maybe a couple of our regular mm -hmm, uh, friends mm -hmm. of the show that stick with you most? Um, yeah, off the top of my head, you know, Jen Roberts is always such a good, good chat. 
uh, Jen Roberts from Service Titan. Uh, we had a really, really interesting uh, conversation with Molly Gallagher Bodie, um, all about how Compete can support product launches because we identified that was kind of a gap in in uh, in our podcast programming. Uh, there was nothing about how to support products, so I know that was really great. Um, what else? I mean, the the live at Skip, the live-ish at Skip series, I think the way we captured the audio for that was really fun. We really got, really made people feel like they were, you know, they were there. Um, we captured that energy. I loved when we had uh, Jason Smith and Chris Hartfigson on. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. I'll tell you what, we had Jason and Chris, the CEO at Dooley and our own CEO. So we've got two founders and CEOs at high growth startups. I tell you what, CEOs, they are, there are a lot, there's a lot more bells and whistles that go into that production. Do you remember how long that took us to set up the audio? A long time. Jason, I hope you're listening to this. I think the diva on that one, to be honest, there was audio stuff happening. There was, there was noise in the background. It was, it took, took us 30 minutes to even start recording. I think one, one thing I've noticed when you're interviewing um, senior leaders, they have enough disposable income to have renovations going on at their house. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, there's a lot of clanking and drilling that we have to contend with. So, I mean, it's all part of the gig, but... <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments, actually, on the podcast. It was just getting to listen. I don't even remember talking in that one. I think I just let them go back and forth for 20 minutes. Go check that one out. I mean, I've it's told you... I've, I've told both of you this, but the fact that I got to sit and listen and, fr and get paid for it to be the producer of this podcast has just, like... It exponentially sped up my learning. So thank you for letting me be a part of this show um, because it's, yeah, it's been super invaluable. It's been great and uh, made a lot of great connections. And I'm really proud of the work we do, frankly. Like, it's a good show. You know, we take the time. It's easy to, it's easy to just do some rinky-dink podcasts. It's easy to just, like, talk in front of a microphone and like and we're doing literally like right we're doing right now. My, like we're my doing right now. notes for this is I sent it to Ben five minutes before recording. One of my uh, sidebar here, one of my favorite moments was, I believe it was Pat Wall, the second interview with Pat Wall, when you had just moved into your new home. Yeah. And the scene you were painting me was, you know, the, the, the telephone guy was knocking at the door and your toilet was overflowing and your dog was freaking out and your landlord was freaking out. And literally one minute before, you're like, I don't think I can do this interview. <laughs> And I said, well, Adam, I don't think we're going to cancel on him with one minute Shout to spare. Out so I Shout just, out <laughs> friend of the podcast. So, so I stepped up and did it, um, which is just the kind of relationship we have, you know? <laughs> that is, is that symbiotic? I don't remember in grade seven science. That's not symbiotic, that relationship there. You're the, you're the, or am I the shark and you're the little fish cleaning me? Or are you, maybe we do both? Um, look, I, in true producer fashion, we have to wrap this up because I have my exit interview in seven minutes ago. So oh, do you have one last question for me? Uh, well, no, I was going to say as well to folks, like what's going to happen next with the podcast? Well, it's TBD. We're going to have uh, AMAs in the community, in the Compete Network community with some Compete Pros every month. So that will still be dropping on the podcast feed. And we've got a couple more in the bank that are coming out. Um, but we're going to just, you know what? Take a moment, take a breath. We've made 90-something of these. There's a lot of content, a lot of meat in the bone that we can still share with the audience, and we'll make a decision on what we want to do with the podcast. But um, I just wanted to thank you, Ben. This is being one of my favorite parts of my job ever, having you part of the team as, as a contractor first that just 
through hook or by crook, you found your way fully into the team and somehow finessed his gig to be the producer of this podcast, which is, as he mentioned, one of the best gigs in the game. He's always filled in on all of the things that needed to get done. He's like always looked to elevate the show and he's always had this like calm demeanor and that's what's made him producer Ben. So I appreciate you so much on this podcast, man. And are we going to do like a a handshake? Nice, dude. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, man. I'm going to miss you guys. Love you guys. Listeners, keep listening. Uh, And yeah, I'll catch you all soon. And how do we wrap it again? We'll catch you all next week, maybe. This, I don't know. All right, boom.